Ah, summer. The best time of the year usually doesn't come with a great deal. Soaring temperatures come with soaring prices. But what if there was another way? With IKEA, your summer plans can last longer than two weeks of vacation and be more affordable. At IKEA, everyone can have lounge chair access. No reservations needed. From affordable outdoor furniture to stylish accessories, they have all of the essentials that you need to soak up summer in style no matter the size of your space. Start planning a better summer with IKEA. It's your outdoor dreams inside your budget. Who doesn't love shopping at Target? Did you know the all-new Target Circle is the free and easy way to get the most deals at Target? And when you pay with your Target Circle card, you can save an extra 5% your way every day. But wait, there's more. Now you've got a new way to save with Target Circle 360. With unlimited same-day delivery, Target Circle 360 is the fastest way to get your order to your door or someone else's. Right now, sign up for Target Circle 360 for just $49 for your first year of membership. That's $50 off the regular price. Visit Target.com slash Circle or the Target app for more details. Same-day delivery is subject to terms, applies to orders over $35. For 5% discount, restrictions apply. See program rules in-store or at Target.com slash Circle Card. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employer's respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. I am all in. More, more, more. I want to kiss you more. More, more, more. I want to kiss you more. I am all in with Scott Patterson, an iHeartRadio podcast. I solemnly swear and Emily gets sued. Emily gets sued by a maid. Those are good scenes. If it makes you yeah. feel bad, I restarted it twice because I couldn't get into it. How did it start, though? It's Did it start it off with the maid? It starts with the maid. It's Friday night dinner, and there's the new maid oh, at the yeah. door, and Emily's freaking out because she's on the phone with the lawyer. Right, right, right. That, you know, it started out well. I thought it was a good episode overall. Are we on? Are we on? No, we're not yet, but we should be. Oh. This is good. What, this what? is Because I agree. I agree with you. Yeah, I, I thought it started off really well. Start the pod. We're not on there yet. What are you talking about? We're, we're starting. Are we on? It's, it's, we're, oh, we are? Horse is out of the barn. <laughs> what, do you want me to do the big official? And here 
Who's Johnny? I thought we were like being cool and just sort of it's, you know, people download it starts. Right. Right. I like it. Right. Because we, everyone made fun of you for always saying it's Scott Patterson and I am all in podcast because everyone had to click on it. So they know where they are. Yeah, I know. But still, I, you know, I was doing my Ryan Seacrest imitation. Trying do it to again. Be... I like it. You're pretty good, Ryan Seacrest. You're a pretty good host, dude. I got to take my jacket no. off. I try to be professional. I, I listen to secret. I listen to Kiss FM on the way to the gym and back. I do. What's I listen your favorite to, song? I, I, listen to, I listen to Ryan Se- Well, they only play two songs. <laughs> Dua Lipa. No, 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 no. They don't pl- no, they play. They play. Harry uh, Styles. And... They play Harry Styles as it were or as it is or as whatever it, it is. was. Right, right. That's it. Little, little, nice little song to drive to, right? You know, and then and you then are talking to the Harry Styles fan club on the Zoom right yeah. now. I think I understand this right now. Not me. I, I didn't understand. No, <laughs> see, you youngins, you like that stuff, and it's all dreamy and sweet, and it's all great, right? And then they play this other song. A girl talks about you know, you know, it's like, and what is it? The the hook. It's like, and you go at me for hours and hours and hours and hours, and it's like. And it's like a bluesy, cool, hip, sexy song. So every time I turn on Kiss FM, they play they play the Harry Styles song, and then they play that song. I mean, it's like four times in a row. So are these we the give only, the people what they want. They're in heavy, heavy rotation, right? People, people want to you know listen to Harry, and then they want to go to the bone. You know what yard, they want to listen to? <laughs> what you know what they want to listen to? Us what? talk about I solemnly swear. That's mm-hmm. what they want to listen. Wow, to. that was that was just good transition. What, what a transition. <laughs> <laughs> This is your I Am All In podcast. <laughs> Hi, I'm Scott Patterson coming to you live from oh, Studio City, California. I'm joined by, oh, with iHeartRadio and 111 Production, I'm joined by Danielle Romo, Tara S., and the inimitable Amy Sugarman. Take it away, guys. I mean, poor Emily. She's getting sued. <laughs> She's, what is, excuse me, first of all, you know, I had a thought. I want to share it. Ready. Where does Emily, and this is getting a little too deep into it it's okay. right from the bat, but where does she get off lecturing anybody about family loyalty? Oh, so excellent <laughs> and, and, point that we need to break down. Okay, so, so I'm just going to say that, right? And then we'll go ahead. Well, let's start this thing. Go ahead. Let's start this. Let's just, All right. well, let's just okay. go. Okay. So, so we start with the, the Friday night dinner and immediately Emily's freaking out. Yeah. Oh, Tara. Oh, no, Tara. Danielle didn't read the her. synopsis. You skipped oh, right over me. her. Pardon me. Pardon thanks, <laughs> thanks, Tara. Thanks You're for looking out for me. You're I appreciate welcome. it. <laughs> Season three, episode 11, I solemnly swear. Air date, January 21st, 2003. Synopsis. Emily is getting sued by a former maid and Lorelai has to do a deposition on her behalf. Rory's friendship with Paris is put to the test by the manipulation of Francie. Plus, Suki accidentally goes on a date with a former friend, and Lorelai meets someone new. Juicy, 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 juicy. Mm -hmm. So, I know this might be an unpopular opinion, but, like, I thought, even though Emily is terrible, terrible to the staff, she did make a good argument. I agree. I was like, you're terrible. But you're making a good argument. I did. I did not disagree thing. with her. Yeah. I did not disagree. But I'm also not surprised she's getting sued. Yeah. <laughs> to your point, though, I was like, "Oh my God, Emily, you're wretched." And yeah. then she made that comparison <laughs> yeah. between first class and coach, and I was like, 
you know what? I tip my hat off to you. That was that was a good analogy. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She's, you know, look, she, like she said, she's paying top dollar. She lets them know up front what she expects. She probably says if if you violate any of these, you're gone. No clomping. No clomping, yeah. I would definitely be fired. I I walk like a elephant. <laughs> Here's my question, <laughs> do you though. Really? <laughs> I do. I'm loud. I'm oh, a loud walker. Oh, I would why would she want Lorelai deposed on her side? Like, just don't have Lorelai. Do you know what I'm saying? Who else is like, going to do it? Why do they need anybody else? Like, just she could be deposed and give her first class thing. Like, Lorelai's the only one that can do it. It's their only kid. Right. But like, if you're a lawyer, I'm the lawyer. But I wouldn't call somebody in for a deposition that I know isn't going to be on my side. Happens every day. Right? What are you talking about? You depose Does people it? that are on your side. And the other side uh, deposes people that are on their side. Right, and they get cross-examined. But, right. But she was being called by, I assume, Emily's lawyer. Because Emily's lawyer called her. So it'd be one thing if the other lawyer called her. But why would you put somebody up that's going to, you know, thinks you're like a bad boss? Do you see what I'm saying? Am I explaining this right? You think, no, she expected Lorelai to be loyal and say nice things. Right. But but again, why does why does she expect Lorelai uh, to be loyal that's to her my point. when she's been trashing Lorelai her entire life and to her face and behind her back? What? And what a what shame she, she is to the family and how she told all her friends. And now all of a sudden... She's in a little bit of trouble and she expects all this loyalty. And she even admits that Richard thinks she's too tough on the maids. Mm-hmm. So why would he not get into pose? Because he'd say, well, she's a little bit mean. Oh, I'm I, right. It's it's I'm not a lawyer. It's just a dramatic device. We're all being manipulated by these. <laughs> Don't fall for it. <laughs> you look peeved. Who? <laughs> Remember that line? Oh, peeved. Stop making me say peeved. <laughs> I've been waiting all day to say that. That was good. That was good. And they kind of moved it along like Richards in London helping Trix. Mm-hmm. So I guess we're going to see more of Trix. God, the mere mention of that name. It's just like, ugh. <laughs> ugh. You don't care for Marion Rod? <laughs> I do. I love Marion Ross. <laughs> I do not like that character. I think I've established that. But um, yeah, I, I thought it was a really seamless, well-acted, beautifully paced, well-lit uh, episode. And the beginning, yeah. it's really started out really well. And it was smooth and seamless. And it was really put together very nicely. It was woven. The Gilmore Mansion. Wo- all the elements were woven together really, really nicely. That house is fancy. Yeah. And that I did notice the house more in this one. And it looked really great. And especially really the couches. Fancy. The couches. Yes. I noticed the same thing. Like yeah. when they're in that, maybe it's just we got a different angle at it. But it's like, that is a grand mm-hmm. living room. Yeah, they're not messing around. There was a lot of um, beautiful fireplaces in this <clears throat> episode. <clears throat> did you guys notice there was a lot of fires going? Multiple times. Well, it's winter, right? So it's like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, cozy. There was a lot of beanies again. A lot of scarves <laughs> and beanies. A lot of beanies. At least there was one scene where it was at night where I'm like, okay, the temperature probably dropped a bit on mm-hmm. set. <laughs> yeah. But, and the, but then the asphalt's so wet. How do they do that again? I know you've told us. Just hose the, it down. Yeah. You just water Always. it down. You never shoot at night Obvious. without ha- hosing it down. Even daytime. They just hose it down before they shoot. Because it glistens more? Yeah, it looks better. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, which it did. Yeah. 
So I noticed right away that Billy Burke was in the credits right away. Right. I like that guy. Charlie from Twilight. Yep. He went on to do Twilight. So this was sort <laughs> yeah. of like preliminary. And then he also is on um, 911 Lone Star now. Oh. What is he that? He played sort of a. Oh, that's one of those shows, right? Yeah, Where they do, they do like 20 of them. It's just. There's right. There's 911, right. Los yeah. Angeles, 911 Lone Star. Right. And he played like sort of a jerk who comes around. But I like him. And he was in 24, season two. He was a very bad guy on that. Huh. Oof. Huh. So, okay, I know I'm jumping ahead, but we saw his name in the credits. How you feeling, Scott? About what? Your girl's got a new guy. It doesn't phase me. It just, like, you know, <laughs> some cupid doll with a poofy hair, haircut. Who cares? I don't care. I have to say he was very smooth. Like, I I thought he um, is Lorelai's speed with, like, their wit and their humor. Like, he was able to banter back and forth with her. And the way he asked her out, I was like, that's, yeah, I like it. I yeah. love that Michelle gave, <laughs> gave him Lorelai's number too. Yeah. <laughs> At home. So what do you say? She's up until 3 a.m. You can yeah. call, oh call anytime. <laughs> yeah. I didn't think their banter was quite as on when they were at the, whatever that terrible the place was. The convention. The convention thing. Yeah. Yeah. I think he was caught off guard at first, but I think he can hang. Just based off of my initial thought of him, he can definitely hang, and he has the same wit that Lorelai does. He just wasn't expecting it at first. Yeah, he had like C game and then mm-hmm. A game. Scott, thoughts? We see your wheels spin in there. <laughs> Next. <laughs> Do you think you can watch it with fair eyes? No. Yeah. That's why I'm not really going to comment. Yeah. It's just, they just keep doing this. Now I'm like, you know, it's like, all right. Been there, done there's that. Gonna, yeah. There's going to be a He's few not going to make the grade. More. I get it. Oh, yeah, Danielle. There's a uh, few more coming yeah. before. I'm still not quite over Max Medina. Medina. I was like really hopeful for that one, but that's. Bye-bye. I am. You were hopeful I, for that one? You weren't rooting I was, for Luke in the and Lorelai? It was like the first one I got a taste of. I was, I was you know? too. I was too. I liked him. Yeah. Um, I I like Christopher. I mean, well, obviously. Sorry, yeah. sorry, Luke. <laughs> Listen. All right. So then we go to the kitchen, We're and there's all just a big old to our fight. Opinions. Yeah. What? <laughs> there's a big old fight between Suki and Jackson that was kind of like ugly over pea tendrils and Brussels sprouts, and then it ends with like "I love you, kiss, kiss." It's always about something so toxic. I was just like, whoa. <laughs> they were just yelling at each other. And then with the flip of a switch, they were like, love you. What did you think? I thought Scott. it was great. You know, it wasn't, it wasn't real, real. Right. But I mean, you know, yeah, you argue with your spouse at times and it can get pretty loud and you kiss and make up. I mean, it's not, it's not ever that fast. Right. <laughs> like a split second. You know, that's, you know, it's a compressed uh, reality there. So, what are pea tendrils? I have no idea. I like Brussels sprouts. Do you? Love. I do. Yeah. Brussels sprouts. It depends. I mean, if you dip them in some kind of butter sauce, they're okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Great. And then cover them in chocolate. And- I still just am blown away by how the kitchen just is always. I know I say it every week, but it's just like filled with the most amazing cakes and things mm-hmm. yeah there's a lot of stuff in that kitchen all right so then we go to <laughs> chilton 
Which, and we by see, the way, did you see the still image, Amy, I this did. time? Of I course. I did, and I noticed it, and so, you're so right. Yeah. Thank you so much. It's way it's too bad. obvious. Of what? The cl- I, clown pillow? No. <laughs> what? What, are you, what are you talking about? So, you know how I've been complaining about, like, when they show the exterior of the inn and they show the exterior of Chilton? Oh, it's like yeah. a frozen still photo. photo. Yeah. They did it I again in this understand. one? I, I didn't notice it. Yeah, I didn't notice people that it was were going to start now that I pointed it out. Yeah, I think now that you said it now, I'm like, especially you said it was Chilton and where else? It was the house? The, the inn. The inn. Oh, and there was one of the house, but that got better in this episode because I liked that exterior shot of her still on the phone. Mm-hmm. But Scott, like, what would, is that just cheaper to use a, a photo so that they don't have to go and like shoot I don't, the exterior? I don't know that that's Chilton? a photo. I mean, that's I, probably not a photo. It's a, you know, they... They shot that with the with the movie camera, you know. Mm. Yeah. Can you go back and look at it and come back to me on this? Not sure, today, all obviously. This time. The only thing I can time. think of is like maybe the interior is obviously a set, so the exterior isn't. Well, wait, Scott. Yeah, I mean? where was Chilton? It wasn't on the lot, right? Chilton. No, it's somewhere else. No, isn't it UCLA? Did I make that up? God, where did no. they? Where did they? Sh- I don't know where they shot children. Maybe someone can do a quick Google on that. Oh, and interestingly, before. the inn, what the inn exterior isn't on the lot either. So they're using images because right. they don't have them. Right. But even if they would have <clears throat> shot video, video, Greystone, Greystone video? Manor mansion. That probably sounds. Mansion? That sounds right. Yeah, because we shot. We sh- I think we shot the uh, grad- Hurt Rory's graduation over there. The exterior. Beverly Hills Greystone yeah. Mansion. Yeah. I've been there oh, we should take a field trip there too. Sure. And just take selfies everywhere. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. This is it, your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. 
Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. I'm Elia Connie, and this is Family Therapy. My best hopes, I guess, identify the life that I want and, and work towards it. I never seen a man take care of my mother the way she needed to be taken care of. I get the impression that you don't feel like you've done everything right as a father. Is that true? That's true. And I'm not offended by that. Thank you for for going through those things and thank you for overcoming them. Wow. Thank God for the limits. Every time I have one of our sessions, our sessions be positive. It just keeps me going. I feel like my focus is redirected in a different aspect of my life now. So, how'd we do today? We did good. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy. Listen now on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. Okay, so we're seeing sort of this is Paris, and Paris was a baller at first. I thought she was so baller because she completely knew what Francie was up to and was like, I already negotiated it for the Wadsworth mansion and we saved money and we're given the telescope. And I was like, bravo. Yeah. Yeah. She knows what she's doing. Francie is, uh, you know, as diabolical and as clever as she tried to appear Mm -hmm. to be. Mm -hmm. Can I ask you something, just a logic thing, and it could be really obvious to you guys and I just don't get it. Please, um, yes. Where did she get the photos? So I'm assuming. Who took great the photos? Question. And why didn't Rory say, who took these photos? Or, or no, when she was handing them to Paris and saying, you know, Rory stabbed you in the back. Why didn't Paris, who's so smart, say, wait a minute, where did you get these photos? Who took them? You're setting Rory up. I mean, what is going right, on with these seemed, photos? So I who agree took with you, them? Scott. It seemed... So I'm assuming someone was hiding in the garage. Yeah, how did, if somebody was hiding in the garage, how'd she get her hands a hold of them? Well, and also, where was that garage? Like, that oh, is way too big of a garage. Have, I have a lot. I have a lot to okay, unpack go. about the garage. Yep. Of all places you ask somebody to meet you, why would you say dark garage? Like, literally, that when that scene opened up, I was like, oh, and this is the part of Gilmore Girls where Rory gets kidnapped. <laughs> Okay, so that whole scene was an homage to um, uh, uh, the Watergate movie, uh, All the President's Men oh, with yeah. Robert Redford and Dustin Hoffman, and that was... Did they meet in a garage? They, that, they, exactly. They did a very good job depicting that deep throat Pictures scene. Pictures, too? So, so Pictures? Robert Redford had a, a source inside the White House feeding him information, and he was communicating with him in unusual ways. Like Robert Redford could not contact this guy via phone or meet him. It's like put a red flag in your flower pot so on your like balcony. The, the airplane. And, and this is where we'll meet. 
And I'll tell you, and, and so Hal Holbrook played Deep Throat. And it was, this was a real, these are based on real events. Right, right, right. They just had a CNN uh, documentary right. about so, one. So, you know, Deep Throat would f- would feed Robert Redford clues because Robert Redford played a reporter for the, uh, he played, uh, you know, Bern- it was Woodward and Bernstein um, for the Washington Post when Ben Bradley was the senior editor um, at the heyday of the Washington Post. Um uh, when it was a truly powerful uh, uh, bastion of of great journalism, but but anyway, so that whole scene that you saw with between oh that's funny. Gilmore was it was an homage to that scene. So Emily Did was someone... or what's her name? What's her name? Francie. Francie Francie was playing Deep Throat, mm-hmm. and and uh, Rory was supposed to be Robert Redford. Yeah, you wouldn't think that if Paris is so quick and so mm-hmm. smart, which she is, yeah. which like we already just saw it with what she did about the mansion right. and the whole meeting and she's she was rightfully pissed at the teacher i thought that mm-hmm. made sense like why was the teacher just letting this impromptu meeting happen but anyway but why didn't she question the photos she, and the and where the i photo- agree why would she just assume right. we all know francie's uh, evil right why would we just assume why didn't, oh, why didn't paris questioner said like you set rory up you took photos you're giving me the photos you're trying to dupe me what the hell's going in, on with this power play? It's it's. But thin. in the fencing class, she kind of she said that she knew she was being manipulated. That she knew that Francie was just being a dum dum, mm-hmm. and that she was just like, "But why did you tell her about Jamie?" Right. I thought Paris made a great point there. It was yeah, like she oh, did. Ow, Paris yeah. was probably right. She just was like way, way crazy. Yeah. <laughs> the fencing. Oh my the God. fencing also, was great. With the parking garage, like, does Chilton have that big of a no, parking garage? That was... I was like, that's what threw me off more. Like, yes, like, it was very weird. And then she, like, disappeared. But I was like, where is this parking garage at and Chilton? And no wonder when if everyone... they have that giant parking lot, why Lorelai always gets to park the Jeep right in front. Everyone's <laughs> down below. It's so crazy. That was supposed to be the but Chilton wait. parking garage because it sure didn't yeah. look like an inner yeah, city like, parking garage. It did not look like. Literally thought it was Century City. Yeah. But that's like, what they were going, going for. The, the homage to uh, all yeah. the president's men. Okay. Yeah. Thank you for that because mm-hmm. I was yeah. not. And they it. nailed it, Although too. Although I did think in the. Because as soon as I saw that first shot of the garage, I go, oh, they're going to do an homage to all the president's men. Because oh, that's, that's exactly, they lesser. nailed it. They nailed it like scene for scene or shot for shot. One of us It got was it. really, I, even with the, uh, the car alarm going off, I don't think they, they didn't have car alarms back then, but uh, at least I, not in 1972. And it was kind of spooky yeah. because remember when she gets the plane and then all of a sudden like the plane was gone? Mm-hmm. Like it was like, mm-hmm. there was yeah. a little... <laughs> And Francie's lighter in the lighter, garage. Yeah. <laughs> but that's but that's the mood that they created in the original and all the president's men is that oh my god that this could be this. a setup to get assassinated to get shot because mm. I mean people were you know people were gonna they, you know, Nixon that was disappearing sense. people yeah yeah it was it was it was really a dead on homage oh that's funny of that it was funny when they told what's her doozy to hum to herself Madeline. Oh my God. And Louise yeah. is like, hum to yourself. And then Paris says, like, hey, can you poke John Williams and tell him uh, she can cut the, tell her she can cut the score? That was a very clever line. That was good. So, okay. So now it's just on. It's Rory versus Francie. So pretend we haven't gotten to the garage scene yet and we're just backed up to the, you know, student council meeting. And it's like, oh, those two. And I, I mean, Francie has just gone totally evil, mm-hmm. totally evil. Mm-hmm. But if if Paris doesn't question where the photos came from and why she's feeding her this information, then I'm not going along for the ride. So I don't think she's evil. I think it's kind of dumb. 
I don't disagree. Paris got emotional instead of like steady about it. Mm-hmm. Where she's like, wait, Rory's not going to like screw me over. Francie is. She's already done it once. Anyway. And I know. So, so again, again, it's an homage. I don't know that there were photographs ever produced in any scene in the garage with Hal Holbrook and Robert Redford. I don't think there were. It was just quiet conversation and and obscure clues. He wouldn't tell him anything directly. And now Emily's lawyer is calling, and Lorelai is going to be deposed. Have you ever been deposed? Mm -hmm. (gasps) Oh, yeah. Have you guys? Mm Mm-mm. Couple is of, it ter- couple of times. Is it, is it terrible? What's it like? Um, gosh. Uh, well, it depends on the lawyer. The lawyer that was deposing me was so stupid that um, uh, <laughs> I just kept correcting him, and so it was frustrating for him and kind of easy for me. And then uh, the second time I was deposed, it was a fancier lawyer, but they were equally as dumb. Because, and it's like in a conference room. You don't go to like you're a, in a conference house, room. Right? Yeah, but the thing is, is um, um, when when you're when you're on the side of right, when you're telling the truth, it's 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 mm-hmm. easy to be relaxed and and confident. The when the other side uh, is is lying, they're trying too hard. You know. Yeah. Oh. I kind of wish. <laughs> no, you don't. Okay, so now we go to the most. <laughs> no, you don't. I do. Seems fun. So now we go to truly the most boring, cl- like class, oh whatever God. that was presentation. Yeah. Like, how did that guy get his voice to be so boring? Oh, that was great. Like, and then they made a cootie catcher. <laughs> Remember those? <laughs> I didn't know that's what it was called. I've never. Heard I didn't it know that's that what it was called either. They said it in the episode. So called I just, a cootie catcher because we had those. What was the other school. name for it? Fortune teller. Like fortune literally, teller. just do, 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 do. Yeah. And we all did those. Yeah, little four. Yeah, we had those, player. and we had slam books. Did you ever have slam books? No, it's a slam book. I, was, I I don't remember, but you'd write in it, and then you'd pass it along. You wouldn't. Oh. know it, and you'd write all these. Like, what do you think about Marcy? That what? is now called the burn book. That's called a burn book. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's called a slam book. Yeah. <laughs> Do you guys remember, what about Mash? Remember Mash oh. Mansion oh, yeah. Apartment Jack House? What? Yeah. So you'd like draw something out that said Mash, and then you'd like you, you make like a spiral, and then the person says stop, and then you like count the lines, and then you figure out like who they're going to marry, how many kids they're going to have, are they going to live in a mansion, live? an apartment, a shack, or a house? What pet? <laughs> what pet? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You'd go like counting around. Yeah, yeah. That, that, that's what they. That's like my son's uh, yearbook. I just went through it, and all the fifth graders. Oh my god! Like did their mash thing. And they did also you, put hags. You, was, oh it's my hysterical. god! <laughs> it's did like one. I'm going to comments? go to Harvard. I'm going to be a coder, and then I'm going to live in a huge house, and I'm going to have a dog, two kids, and uh, a wife. <laughs> <laughs> it's like way down the oh list. Oh my god! Wait, they write hags. Do they still do kit? Keep in touch. I don't know. Oh, I don't know. I didn't that. have that. Oh, oh no, hags that. was definitely the vibe. Hags was. Oh, it. we never yeah. had yeah. hags. Keep in touch. Kit. I they mean, probably, I'm from the. I'm from the. Probably 80s. turned into have a great summer. <laughs> oh my <laughs> god! Okay, back. so truly the most boring class, but at least we get to the feet cookies, and we meet Joe and Alex. Billy Burke. Mm. And then 
That's pretty funny. Did you think it was funny with Melissa McCarthy and Joe? That was the best scene. In, that, that, that was the best scene in the entire uh, episode. That was Melissa at her best. Yeah, bung you know? the Feldster. Oh God, and that uh, that other guy was great too. I mean, they just matched up beautifully. They were yeah, whoever rocking played Joe Mastelli. Oh, or he whatever. was great. He was great, and they were just both on fire. Didn't they? Those are really hard scenes to play because of the energy that's required, and the speed of them, and the excitement. She's just, she's wonderful to watch, isn't she? Right. Isn't like, imagine Melissa you had to do that 30 times. Oh, my God. Isn't it really sad that it took her, I don't know, what, 10 years before she got, what, she get Mike and Molly in 2010? Yeah, and she was kind of blowing up at the same time when she got Bridesmaids. Oh, yeah, but so wait a minute. Good. No, no, she did Mike and Molly, and then she did Bridesmaids, right? It, it was kind of simultaneous. Was so it was, it was sort of like she probably had shot Bridesmaids. Had, I don't know. She had to fight timeline. to get Mike and Molly. That was a Warner Brothers show, and she still had to fight to get that. Well, and she was very secondary in Bridesmaids. She was not. Well, yeah, like, yeah, but she won an Oscar, didn't she? She got not. Didn't she win or she got nominated? Uh, somebody's so, gonna have to look that. I up think she won an Oscar. She was nominated for an Oscar for Bridesmaids. She won the Emmy. Oh, somebody's gonna need no. To that's fact a check. movie. Mike it's and a, Molly was from 2010 to 2016, and Bridesmaids was 2011. So yeah, it okay, was, so okay, it was right so it was at the beginning. beginning. Yeah. What she awards has, has she won? Two, Two, she has won two Oscars, one for Best Actress in 2019, which was for... For what movie? That weird movie where she was like a book librarian or plagiarizing people? To a Best mm. Supporting? And Best Supporting in, in 2012. Yeah, for, for, bride, for Bridesmaids. I believe you, because Bridesmaids came out in 2011. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that would make sense. Yeah, I think she won. That, I mean, but I agree with you. That scene, you're like, they were making it so funny. Oh. And then it was funny to see Lorelai like, oh... What about Fat Sal and Bruiser Bacon or whatever she's saying? Like they're kind of doing the bit. Yeah. Right. Yeah. She's she's got to she's got to be Honey Honey Youngman throughout her entire oh, yeah, yeah. waking oh, yeah. state. She was she was best supporting for Bridesmaids. Right. Best supporting. Yeah. Act, yeah. yeah. And she, she won. Right. A small part, guys. Her part was not that big. But yeah. she so, had the most memorable like scenes. That's the thing. Right. Did you notice something at the end of that scene? Which scene? When they're at the. So the scene where it's Suki and Joe mm -hmm. talking about the Feldster mm -hmm. and the whole thing. And mm -hmm. then Billy Burke, Alex and Lorelai are chatting. And then he walks away. Yeah, they're looking at each other. Away. They're looking behind each yes. other. He yeah. looks back yeah. and then he goes on and then she looks back. And it was like, cute. I think he's a cutie. I agree. Same. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with a king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. 
When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. I'm Elliot Connie, and this is Family Therapy. My best hopes, I guess, identify the life that I want and, and work towards it. I never seen a man take care of my mother the way she needed to be taken care of. I get the impression that you don't feel like you've done everything right as a father. Is that true? That's true. And I'm not offended by that. Thank you for, for going through those things and thank you for overcoming them. Wow. Thank God for the limits. Every time I have like one of our sessions, our sessions be positive. It just keeps me going. I feel like my focus is redirected in a, in a different aspect of my life now. So, how'd we do today? We did good. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy. Listen now on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. All right. So we're back at the cafeteria and Paris and Rory are friends and Paris is drinking her Red Bull and Rory's having her Hanson's. Oh, you know what, Scott? Mm. You go first, Tara. You, Tara's I was going to say, I forgot about Hanson's. Like I was watching the episode. Like, oh, yeah. Do they still sell them? I don't know. It sort of became LaCroix, don't you think? Kind of. I loved Hanson. Anyway, sorry. Hanson's was filled with sugar, but we yeah. have to Google and see if it's still around. Everything's Scott, filled with so sugar. What isn't filled with sugar? Truth. Yogurt's got sugar. Water. Applesauce has sugar. Water <laughs> has sugar? I'm talking sugar? about brand name soft drinks. They're all oh, sugar. Oh, yeah, but Everything's sugar. did you know yogurt and applesauce are just like filled with sugar? Oh, for sure. Yeah, everything. Bread. Whole new. Bread has sugar or does like turn to sugar? Christ. You know, salt has sugar in it. Oh pepper is sugar. <laughs> I love sugar so much. Uh, Scott, here's my question for you. So you're doing a cafeteria scene right like that, right? Mm-hmm. And we we hear them talking, but we hear ambient noise, right? What do we you also mean a cafeteria the, scene? In the cafeteria at Chilton. Okay. So Paris and Roy are sitting there and right. they're talking and you hear them perfectly, but right. you also know you're in the cafeteria. Is that added later? Yes. Oh, wow. Okay. Mm-hmm. So it's very quiet in there. They do their lines. Yes. Yeah. They're all, mim- so- they're all miming. They're all background miming. They're not making, I mean, I mean, they make a tiny little bit of noise. They have to, when they move or they lift or whatever. Right. But, but you know, the, the, the first AD is like everybody in the background, quiet and just moving your mouths, no words. 
Don't clink your forks on the plate. Don't move around too much. You know, this kind of thing. God, background acting is so hard. Like, even when yeah. I just open my drink, it makes noise. <laughs> like, yeah. we're not good at that. You couldn't do podcast. that in the background scene. You don't open up a can and psh. It's all psh. Yeah. You can't have <laughs> science experiments going on. Yeah. yeah, we don't really watch the background noise on this. Mm-hmm. Can everybody hear my phone beeping in the other room? It's so bad. Okay, so the plane comes in. Now we've set up the parking lot meeting, which we kind of talked about. I knew Francie was full of crap. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh. I just wrote, my, liar, my liar. Little bummed Rory fell for it. Me too. Yeah. I thought she was, you know, smarter than yeah. me. Yeah. I, 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 Jesus, she got sucked in. She... she but that's yeah. her nature. She 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 wants to be friends. She wants to be positive. She wants to trust people. Yeah, like last week we saw her, you know, defending Paris, and then now it's like, right? She she's still in the middle where she's like, right, naive and trying to help, right, at the same time. Yeah, and Francie's like, no more fighty fighty, and then like, Roy shook her hand. Mm-hmm. Friends, sort of. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, it was such BS. Did you notice it was a weird choice? And I don't know if it was like directed or what, that Francie starts putting on eyeliner. That's so random. Hmm. <laughs> I kind of liked it because that was her shtick. Like she was all about like the hem on the skirt and all that right, kind of stuff. Right, so it's very right. her. Just the photos. I just wrote my notes. I don't believe her. <laughs> don't fall for that. All right. Okay. So now we're at the inn and Suki realizes she's on a date. And that was freaking hilarious. Um, I'm a whore. <laughs> that's my favorite line of the whole episode. That is, yeah, that's up there for me. You know what was gross, though? You guys, tell me you guys noticed the grossest thing ever. What? Think. In From the kitchen. Scene? Yes. Um, Two gross things. What? Joe did not wash his hands and started cutting up parsley oh, around him. You're then, right. Grosser than that. They take the spoon to taste the sauce. Oh. They put it back in. <gasps> yeah. They do that all the time though in this show. Like Suki does it all the time. That's so gross. Please tell me they don't do that in real kitchens. Wow. Has anyone here worked in a rail restaurant? Like I know you own a diner, Scott, but like have you ever worked in a restaurant? God, yeah, many. Were you a waiter ever? Yes. <gasps> yeah. I in New saw, York I or saw, here? Uh, I was a waiter in, God, where was I? No, I never really did those jobs when I lived in New York. Um, uh, what did I, I, I was a waiter in North Carolina. I was, <laughs> I sucked at it. <laughs> I really was no good. Oh my God. Wait, were you guys ever waiters? <laughs> no, I wasn't. I worked every job you can imagine. I worked only at Lord's Ice Cream. And like, I'm sure we did gross stuff, but like. I, I used to, I used to anymore. sell cartridge ink to offices no. at 5 a.m. Yeah. No. Like oh, printer yeah. ink? Printer ink. To people the, who didn't want to buy The glamorous life of a star. Yeah, right. All, All right, so. Joe's there. What do we think about that whole sort of back and forth? I thought it was cute. I thought it was cute. I also was like, this is so Suki where she would just go right over her head. Like had no clue totally. what she was signing up for. And that, that guy was darling. Yeah, okay, darling. So we, we kind of get through that. And then we head to Luke's. We see Luke. And you ran out of food? No. 
It was Jess's fault. That was the only men- mention of Jess this episode. Yeah, he was supposed mm. to order the food. He was given the responsibility, and he he didn't fulfill it. I just don't think Luke's ever giving him that responsibility, but yet. <laughs> Whatever. You gotta, you know, how's he gonna learn responsibility unless you can depend on him? And, he, you know, he screwed up. Big you know, shot. Okay, so- I will say it was a little... Um, what's the right word? Not tough, but like, I definitely missed Jess and Dean in this episode. Yeah. This episode was a little flat, wasn't it? It, yeah. it, it lacked I, real punch. And I know that they tried to provide the kitty punch with, uh, with the Paris and, and Francine and Rory stuff, but it just didn't, it just, just didn't measure up. Did when it? you have so many episodes back to back about Dean and Jess, yeah. and then you just go to like, you, you know don't what? even see them. You're right. That's what's missing. Yeah. Danielle, you're right. That's what was missing in this. You know, they got I was us. just waiting. Right. They got us kind of addicted to this whole thing, and then they just pull the rug out, and it's not there. And, you know, you're dealing with this sort of illogical sort of uh, story. Shenanigans, yeah. Yeah. And it's just, but I, I got to tell you, I thought the, you know, minus the the logic holes, it was a great, it was a really seamless episode in terms of the acting. Yeah, I, I don't mind no, it. No, 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 but it really, it, it did lack some punch. I, I agree with you girls. Yeah, even the way you guys are kind of like talking about it, it's very, you know, mm-hmm. right. like there's not like any drama. There's right. not anything. It's very cute episode. Mm-hmm. There's nothing polarizing about it. Like you're you're watching it, but there's not really much of an opinion to be had. Right. Yeah. Right. Because we also are not so like horrified by Emily. Like we know she's kind of like bad (laughs) to her employees. (laughs) And we're like, look at that tracks. And then I think the only gut punch is when Paris and Rory are fencing and they're trying to like sort of go back and forth about this. And Paris is like, you were my best friend. I thought you were my best friend. That was like a little bit that was sad. sad. That, yeah. that hurt me. Yeah. I do have to give it to Paris for bringing her own soap to the bathroom. That was very progressive of her. Did anyone? <laughs> Wait, I missed that. You, you missed it? Rewind it. It was the bathroom scene where Francie goes up to Paris and Paris is like, you know, whatever. And then she puts the soap back in her purse. <laughs> That's so 2020. I know. She was ahead of her time. Oh, my God. All right. So then we go back to the Gilmores and we're Emily's reading the transcripts from the deposition, which was um, funny. It was funny. It was funny. But again, it's like, where do you get off asking for family loyalty when you've been trashing your daughter since she's got pregnant? But imagine how humiliated Lorelai was time and time and time again, knowing that her mother was stabbing her in the back to all her friends and all of Richard and Emily's friends and everybody that would listen. What a disappointment this girl was. They do it to her face. They do it behind her back. Year after year after year, they condescend to her year after year after year. And then all of a sudden, hey, I need you. <laughs> right. I, yeah, look, okay. You make an excellent point. You make a completely excellent, valid point. For me, on top of that is... Why are you having somebody testify on your behalf that you know thinks you're a bad boss? <laughs> I don't get that. Well, it just shows how much of a, a bubble Emily lives in. You know, how completely, I mean, 
people throw around this word too much. I think narcissistic she is, but right. self-centered and the world revolves yeah. around her and so on and so forth. I mean, my God, this is, this is the girl that you just criticize uh, ad nauseum. I do love when Emily reads it back to her. Lorelai's like, oh, oh yeah, that did sound pretty bad, huh? Like, <laughs> she's like, oh, yeah, that's probably why I shouldn't have said that. <laughs> well, and she just goes on so many tangents. Yeah. Squash is gross. The blood drive ended up happening in the cafeteria. Didn't Rory stop that? And then I thought she lost the fight or something because Francie was like, I know the code or whatever. Like the, you know, Yeah, but whatever. then they said, like, dismi- like, they dismissed it. I don't know. I... I thought that was weird. I need to go back. Yeah. It's not my favorite episode. I don't think I hated it as much as you all did. I enjoyed I, it. There's just nothing really. I enjoyed I like it too. We... I, I agree. I enjoyed watching it. I got some chuckles out of it. But when the illogic right. stuff started popping, it's hard to stay with it. A bad right? episode of Gilmore is still better than oh, yeah. no other question. show's best episodes. No question. A hundred percent. But they set the bar so high for that show because there's so many. Right like mind-blowingly great shows that if one just doesn't, you know, doesn't step up like that. I thought the scene with Jackson and Suki when she makes him the whole fancy dinner and then he's like, you cheated on me. Yeah, that and she's was like, great. I accidentally yeah. flirted. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She was at her best. Yeah. She was. Don't you think? Melissa was really. Yeah. This was a big episode a, for Melissa. Yeah. yeah. The last two have been big for Melissa. She's really showing off her skills. You know, yeah, she's really, really like coming into her own. Um, yeah, she's great. And then we get the very cute little scene on the phone. <clears throat> Although it looked like um, Alex lives at Max's apartment. I'm like, did they just like jigger Max's? But maybe just not. Reads at the furniture. They always like to make the boy have like a masculine, like I don't know, to like establish. But anyway, I thought that was very cute. I loved her pink and red sweater. As she's talking to him and she's very flirty and I love the little back and forth. And then I love how they, the camera goes outside and you see her still yeah. talking and you hear her still talking and the fire. Very cute. So that's cute. It's all cute. I think it's setting us up for some good episodes to come. I could be done with Francie. I'm going to go on. I could be done with Francie. Like could have been done with her last done. week. Yeah. She should have been gone after Rory went up to her in the bathroom. I mm-hmm. That could have been the end. If you're going to play Mean Girl, you have to play it Regina George style or just not at all. Yeah. Which one's Regina George? The blondie and Mean Girls? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Rachel McAdams. Rachel McAdams. <laughs> you have to mean play girl. it like her. That's a very good point. Because she started off like a house on fire, that character. I remember how enamored Brandy, we were. That character had great potential to be yeah, really that- fun and interesting. Yeah, she's too evil. It's, it's like, it's, yeah, even it's when like, Paris was sort of evil, she was likable. Yeah. And the maid thing was funny, but didn't, like, kind of... You got yeah. some good jokes out of it. You, you Definitely yeah, yeah, the yeah. deposition thing was funny. It was fun. It was great. But it wasn't... It didn't have the heft of, like, a Gilmore episode. You know, it didn't have the... Right. The, I would the, say the part I liked was Suki and Joe. Because I also liked that someone else liked Suki. Mm-hmm. Like, we haven't seen that. And mm-hmm. that was cute and... Makes the marriage kind of cuter. And then I like that we're getting a new love interest for Lorelai because I feel like it's time. So we're coming off that last episode, right? Where we were so just on fire. Yeah, we're coming off of, um, of, of just, just Thanksgiving. Being, yeah, I, have, we're, I have we're, six words. Oh, wait, no. I messed that up. What, what comes after Thanksgiving? Oh, the, the fair. The winter the fair. fair. Yeah, we're coming off the Dean, the Dean, the, the West Side Story, Dean and Jess confrontation, right? We're coming off that stuff. Where is that? 
Well, and guys, it's the it's the early aughts. So this was back in the day when February episodes were more important and we're just in January and November episodes because these were the days of sweeps and those were your big guns you brought out. That was how you determined your advertisers. So it was like, think about it. The Thanksgiving episode and the dance episode definitely were in November and we're in January right now, which is always going to be sort of the episodes as we gear up for sweeps. And that was pretty good. I have six words. It's Give me Luke, Jess, and Dean. Yeah. <laughs> First of all. Uh, yeah, they're going away from yes, their... please. It's like they're going away from their strength too much. They're sitting there, they're big bats right. on the bench, and they're not getting in the game, and then you got to watch the, the B team, you know, and it's... Yeah, this not was really a the lot B of team, B team. Yeah. But it's like you're, you're asking, you know, all these minor characters to... to to lift the show Carry up. Everything. It's, it's like, yeah, we're on. missing like, you know, Babette and everyone around town, like those little fun, you know, Kirk, all of them. I like that they gave Suki a big moment because totally. that was enjoyable. I, Suki, but, if it wasn't for Suki, I would have turned this thing off. See, I like the Billy Burke stuff, but I could have done away with Francie. I don't need her. I'm, yeah. I'm, I don't care about her. I like the other two, Madeline and Louise, way better. I don't yeah. need Francie. But Melissa, Melissa stole this episode. <laughs> She just absolutely owned this episode. I barely even have a favorite line other than the peeved bit. And I thought yeah. Jackson. I thought Jackson was great too. Yeah, it, yeah. it, it was good. his best Agreed. work uh, so far. Agree. He was great. He was right on with her. You know, he she's she's challenging. It's hard to keep up with her. She's she's going a million right. miles an Can hour. You imagine being her scene partner. Yeah. <laughs> you better. But you know, the thing is, Melissa's so giving and so generous as an actress. That she's giving you so much, you can't help right. but hook in. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? She she raises your game. So you know what else I like is that like so there was like a shout out when they're in the student council meeting to Choate. I like that the references are real places. Like that's a real private school, very similar to Chilton, mm-hmm. and they always do that. So I also respect that Choate Rosemary Hall. Yeah, where is Choate? I forget, but it's well, very, it's, it's like it's, Chilton. It's in, it's either in Connecticut or New York, right? One of those. Yeah. I think it's Connecticut. It's a fancy place. Oh yeah. Connecticut. Uh, Wallingford, Connecticut. Yeah, there you go. Did you guys have favorite lines? I mean, yeah, mine was Suki's. I'm a whore. <laughs> right. I accidentally flirted. That was funny. <laughs> yeah. I like the, the, um, stop making me say peeved. That yeah. Was that was mine. Hmm. <laughs> Now I have to think of another one. Um, God, you know what my favorite line is? Let's just go to uh, pop culture. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> That's going to be my favorite line. <laughs> I don't want to talk about this episode anymore. What episode is next week? I don't mind when you don't love one because we can't just be so, yeah. <gasps> we love it all. That's, that's fake. But, I That's did, fake but listen, listen, I'm being too harsh on it. I, I, I think. I don't know. I'm, you know what? I'm in a bad mood. I'm leaving, Why? you know, because I have to pack tonight and get on a plane and I'm oh. going away all summer and I'm going to miss my boy and I'm, I'm upset, you know? I'm well, that's upset. fair. They'll yeah, that's, the- that's fair, but you're also correct. Like this wasn't the best, <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> this is, wasn't the Poor best Scott episode. Scott has the perfect storm. He's all sad. And he just needs like a little, he needed like the best episode ever. And he got kind of a like yeah, I needed, mediocre. I needed a better episode than this to cheer me up. But you know, oh, look, no. I, I was engaged through the whole thing. 
I thought it was a wonderfully constructed episode. It was it it was well shot, well beautifully acted. So much, you know, it it I wasn't gonna turn it off. I was I was engaged, but I just didn't think it I was missing a lot of people. Yeah, I agree. I was missing a lot of people, so you know, it's a big cast. It's hard to get them all in, right? Yeah, and, yeah. And I think I think as a showrunner, you wanna you wanna spread the wealth around, you know what I mean? And you figure you've got a full season order and we're doing great. It's 2003. We're on a roll. We got a hit show. I can, right. you know, let's give these other people a chance to, to really shine. So that's kind of cool. Right. So I shouldn't, I shouldn't be so judgy about the show, but I, I just don't, I just don't like illogic. I want to, I want well, to, and I sense. also like that. We're not here to just love every second of this. We might have things that we don't love. We have many What's more great week? episodes to come, by the way, this is like just the beginning What's next? Season three, episode 12, Lorelai out of water. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. I'm Elliot Connie, and this is Family Therapy. My best hopes, I guess, identify the life that I want and, and work towards it. I never seen a man take care of my mother the way she needed to be taken care of. I get the impression that you don't feel like you've done everything right as a father. Is that true? That's true, and I'm not offended by that. Thank you for, for going through those things, and thank you for overcoming them. Wow. Thank God for the limits. Every time I have like one of our sessions, our sessions be positive. It just keeps me going. I feel like my focus is redirected in a, in a different aspect of my life now. So, how'd we do today? We did good. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy. Listen now on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, 
Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Get emotional with me, Radhi Devlukia, in my new podcast, A Really Good Cry. We're going to talk about and go through all the things that are sometimes difficult to process alone. We're going to go over how to regulate your emotions, diving deep into holistic personal development, and just building your mindset to have a happier, healthier life. We're going to be talking with some of my best friends. I didn't know we were going to go there on this. People that I admire. When we say listen to your body, really tune in to what's going on. Authors of books that have changed my life. Now you're talking about sympathy, which is different than empathy, right? And basically have conversations that can help us get through this crazy thing we call life. I already believe in myself. I already see myself. And so when people give me an opportunity, I'm just like, oh, great, you see me too. We'll laugh together. We'll cry together and find a way through all of our emotions. Never forget, it's okay to cry as long as you make it a really good one. Listen to A Really Good Cry with Radhi Devlukia on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, here's here's what stood out. Uh, A minute, second marker, 1050 clown pillow appearance, ladies and gentlemen. (laughs) Number two. Guess who was the voice of Emily's lawyer on Lorelai's answering oh. machine? Do you Wait, know? Wait, don't tell us. A, a famous person? Well, obviously. Okay. Well, it could have been like <laughs> it could have been like um when Dan Palladino was the like guy climbing the clock tower or whatever that was. Tell us, I don't know. Seth MacFarlane. Oh. No. Oh my God, legit. Yes, okay. Yes. Um, okay, so the actor that played Suki's friend Joe also appeared in season one as the waiter at a fancy restaurant where Lorelai had her blind date with Rune. Oh my God, the butter. <laughs> that the, was the swan butter. Right, the actor's name is Joe Freya. <laughs> F-R-I-A. That guy rocks. Uh, okay, number four. Uh, I want you to notice how Paris brings her own soap to the bathroom, Danielle. Oh! Nice. <laughs> Got catch. it. Perfect detail. <laughs> I did not notice that. Um, at the uh, number five, at the beginning of the fencing scene, Louise has her hair in curlers. Did you notice? Oh, I that? saw that too. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah. I saw that. I did notice that. Yeah. Okay. So there you go. Anyway, thanks everybody for downloading. Uh, hey, maybe not our favorite. Maybe it wasn't the Gilmore's best, but it was better than everything else. Uh, that we've seen so uh, in other shows. Uh, <laughs> thank you, Danielle. Thank you, Tara. Thank you, Amy. And, see you later. Uh, we'll see you down the road. Everybody, stay safe. <laughs> And don't forget, follow us on Instagram at I am all in podcast and email us at Gilmore at iHeartRadio.com. Oh, you Gilmore fans, if you're looking for the best cup of coffee in the world, go to my website for my company, ScottyP.com, S C O T T Y P.com, ScottyP.com. Grade one specialty coffee. Ah, summer. The best time of the year usually doesn't come with a great deal. 
Soaring temperatures come with soaring prices. But what if there was another way? With IKEA, your summer plans can last longer than two weeks of vacation and be more affordable. At IKEA, everyone can have lounge chair access. No reservations needed. From affordable outdoor furniture to stylish accessories, they have all of the essentials that you need to soak up summer in style, no matter the size of your space. Start planning a better summer with IKEA. It's your outdoor dreams inside your budget. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy, and I'm your host, Elliot Connie. Jay is the woman in this dynamic who is currently co-parenting two young boys with her former partner, David. David, he is a leader. He just don't want to leave me. But how do you lead a woman? How do you lead in a relationship? Like, what's the blueprint? David, you just asked the most important question. Listen to Family Therapy on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Get emotional with me, Radhi Devlukia, in my new podcast, A Really Good Cry. We're going to be talking with some of my best friends. I didn't know we were going to go there on this. People that I admire. When we say listen to your body, really tune in to what's going on. Authors of books that have changed my life. Now you're talking about sympathy, which is different than empathy, right? Never forget, it's okay to cry as long as you make it a really good one. Listen to A Really Good Cry with Radhi Devlukia on the iHeartRadio app. Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Oh, hi, I'm Rachel Zoe, and my podcast, Climbing in Heels, is back and better than ever. You might know me from the Rachel Zoe Project, or perhaps from my work as a celebrity stylist. And guess what? I'm still just as obsessed with all things fashion, beauty, and business. Climbing in Heels is all about celebrating the stories of extraordinary women, and this season is here to bring you a weekly dose of glamour, inspiration, and fun. Listen to Climbing in Heels every Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 